0: Listener-supported,
1: WNYC
0: Studios.
1: From newsounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. We first met the singer and songwriter Ondara back in 2019 when he released his first record, Tales of America. His own tale is that of a young person in Kenya falling in love with Bob Dylan songs and winning a green card lottery that let him follow his dream of moving to America. Now, Ondara has released his third record, Spanish villager number three, and while it has a more produced electric sound, he's touring around doing solo acoustic performances, which is what he's going to do for us today. Here is Ondara with his song, A Shakedown in Berlin.
0: it's been a long time coming Well, it's been a long time coming I don't know how to let you go Will you show me? I don't know how to let you go Will you show me? Some month held her hill deliberating a shakedown. My heart it was a spell, anticipating a breakdown. Everyone was talking loud. We were on a I was ready working overtime Well, it's been a long time coming Well, it's been a long time coming I don't know how to let you go Will you show me? I don't know how to let you go Will you show me? Some other one was there Searching for courage on a best line I was already bare Watching you driving through the state line Saying that you want me now is like drinking water from the ground. I was ready working over time. Uh, well, it's been a long time coming. Well, it's been a long time. How to let you go? Will you show me? Well, it's been a long time coming. how to let you go Will you show me I don't know how to let you go Will you show me I don't know how to let you go Will you show me
1: That's called A Shakedown in Berlin, live solo acoustic performance of a song by Ondara that you'll find on his latest album called Spanish Villager Number no. 3. Ondara, it's nice to see you again. Yes, yeah, nice to see you as well last time was right after the first album came out back in 2019 yeah you had a somewhat diff- longer name then j s Ondara. that's right yeah. you got rid of the j and the s yeah which to someone with my initials is a little discomforting but whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so this album has a shakedown in berlin a drowning in mexico city uh, a seminar in Tokyo, an alien in Minneapolis. It's it's almost like, at least the first half of the record, it's almost like a travelogue.
2: Yeah. It wasn't extremely deliberate. I think maybe in part it was uh, because I was creating that during the, the, the pandemic and maybe I was just trying to mentally travel to places that I couldn't physically go to. <laughs>
1: mm, yeah. Uh, well, of course, an alien in Minneapolis that's you Isle, that, is,
2: that is that is me yes, yes that, <laughs> that is exactly who I am yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I should ask who is the Spanish villager is that you too um, well, it's it's part
2: of me. It's not me exactly, I suppose. It's a it's a character. Uh, it's something like you know, I think in the in, in the same breath as Ziggy Stardust or something like that. You know, it's it's something that it's an, an, a separate entity that I, I created for myself to be the sort of a de facto public image. Um, because as my career was increasing and my star was rising, I was sort of having a difficult time reconciling who I was as as an individual and who I was as this uh you know commodified public entity mm. and and it was I was getting a lot of just mental troubles because of that and uh at some point I was considering just leaving the whole work behind uh but at some but my subconscious yielded this idea of a, a separate character so I was able to psychologically negotiate that in a way that was able to allow me to continue to do the work.
1: It's very interesting that you you mentioned Ziggy Stardust as the example because sure. of course that's David Bowie, right. who is really David Jones. Never never really changed his name to Bowie. So you have a layer upon a layer before yeah. you get down to who the r- r- real person is. And you know, so uh, d- does the name Ondara mean something? Right, yeah, yeah. It's originally my grandfather's
2: name, and um, it's also incidentally the name of an obscure village in the east of Spain. And I just found that out accidentally while googling myself, and I was, I was like, "What? What's this very weird coincidence? i have this." Vir- you had already decided on Spanish
1: villager. I already had, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. That's not. That's not. That's not right. I think I, I decided on Spanish villager but I hadn't created the character so uh, I created a, a sort of a like I changed my online tags to the Spanish villager but it wasn't a character at the time I see. I it see. was just a, an interesting I was like this is an interesting coincidence I'm gonna start I'm gonna change my social media to this <laughs> and then while the process of creating the character came about then it just felt like natural to call the character that that name
1: okay yeah so I mean you know, your stage name is Ondara, so that's already one layer, and now you have this other character who, it, it, he's not just on this record. Uh, didn't you write a a short story about him?
2: Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote, like, a short story, a sort of graphic novel of sort, um, just to kind of give more context to... So you know,
1: that you knew who he was. So I knew who I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, who, who am I working with here? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Um so you know there is this kind of all right. So you have this character set up. You have all these place names in like the first half of of the record. Sure. Um, but it's it's not like going totally like James Bond spanning the globe because there's a lot of there's a lot of mention of trying to learn how to let someone go or you know right, right that that's in a couple of songs or not wanting to go with anyone else or you know th- so like figuring out a relationship it seems to be the real story that's being told in a lot of these songs
2: yeah i, I say that sounds about right and you know it, it you know you, you could think of it as a relationship with with someone else but also just a relationship with yourself like you know, or you know, how how do you relate to to yourself, and how do you keep the things about yourself that you feel strongly about, while you know, while uh, while you continue to be commodified over time? Hmm. Yeah.
1: So, did the creation of this character help you with that?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I probably wouldn't have wouldn't be here if, if I didn't have the Spanish village.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and why number three?
2: Just because it was a third record. Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: Were you thinking in terms of two different sides, like a, you know, an, an LP, like vinyl, when you because all of the ge- geographies in the yeah. first five, and then you get into titles like a Prophet of Doom, a Witch and a Saint, uh, a Nocturnal Heresy. You know, all these yeah uh, titles that that seem to be a little elusive somehow.
2: Sure. sure yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a. Um, it's not as as conscious as as uh, as it looks, but um, I was definitely thinking of it in, in sides. You know, one side is telling a certain kind of story, and the other one is telling a different kind of story.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the next song you're going to do, "A Nocturnal Heresy," is from that later part of the record. And on the record, this is a big number. I mean, you're plugged in. um yeah. There's there's lots of sound, lots of production how has it been to kind of pare back for this for this tour i mean i know that was the whole point was to do something solo acoustic and very intimate
2: yeah um it's you know it's uh, it's been great it's you know sort of reminded me of uh who i was when i started out and you know just you know connecting that 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 spirit of the the, the old troubadour which is kind of yeah what 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 uh how i started out i think at some point i was trying to Expand and you know, and the the recording of a nocturnal heresy is, is certainly a, a testament to that. But you know, there's something they say about the hero's journey, where you always come back
1: to where you're from. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's hear this uh, this heroic acoustic performance yeah. then <laughs> 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 That's right. from Ondara. Yeah. His uh, his most recent album is called Spanish Villager Number no. Three. This song is called A Nocturnal Heresy.
0: She was always but a metaphor for my spiritual path. The moment I won't let it go When I was moving too fast Back then I was grown And I was young All at the same time My head was strong But weak was my bone Don't know how to see it But I'm lying Lying with you Don't know how to see. 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 see But I'm lying with you in the spit. Lying with you. Oh, I want to be, I want to be, something or sinner. Oh, I want to be, I want to be, a, something or a sinner. And I'm lying with you in spit lying with you in this bed lying with you in spit knowing it's the last time.
1: That's Ondara with a nocturnal heresy, a track from his latest record, Spanish villager number no. three. Nice falsetto by the way. Oh, thank in, you. in that. Uh, you wouldn't have gotten that by listening to old Bob Dylan records. <laughs> 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 no, no, that might be more
2: like Radiohead, I suppose. because uh-huh. uh, Tom does go up there. Yes, you know? yes, yeah. he does. yeah, yeah. Um, or, or Jeff Jeff Buckley yeah he can he can go up there too.
1: So were those also, you know, on your on your hit list when you were young?
2: Yeah, those were certainly on my on my hit list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those sort of where it started around there, and then I found Dylan, and you know, took a, a detour. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, but yeah. A nocturnal heresy attracted on the record has kind of like a big instrumental thing at the end. Here, a a much more sparse you know it's just kind of that's it right you get a sense of something has ended you know lying here in this bed knowing it's the last time yeah and that that feeling of things ending it's not just a relationship but there are a couple of songs that kind of look at current events you know prophet of doom for example democracy on the line and How much were current events kind of feeding into these songs?:
2: uh, only to the extent that um, I'm alive at this time and and so um, whatever is happening around is probably you know sipping into conversations that I'm having with people, and so some of it is stored in the subconscious and so i'm if I'm writing you know a song about a girl or something, and then something about the world will just snake itself in there because <laughs> because it's, you know, um, it's just the fact that, you know, I'm around right now and um, observing the world and, you know, using music to to uh, document my observations.
1: Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, coming from Kenya, which has had a kind of checkered past with governments and, and politics, you know, and living through... The fracturing of the body politic here in the United States. I mean, does a song like, you know, "Prophet of Doom"? I mean, it almost feels like you're you're sort of saying, "Hey, this is not what I came here for." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, in some fashion, sure. Um, I think it was it's definitely a, a bit perplexing to to sort of observe the instability of the democratic process here in America. I, I You know, I thought it would be a lot more. A lot more stable, a lot more straightforward, you know. Uh, so it's definitely uh, different, interesting, so, Interesting. I didn't, I didn't expect. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. neither did any of us. Yeah, I yeah, think. I suppose, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, you mentioned before the kind of old troubadour sound, and sure. you've you've done just last year. You did covers of Neil Young, yeah. uh, an old Talking Head song, right, right? And while it's not that old, David Bowie's "I'm Afraid of Americans," right which yeah. seems to be kind of of a piece with the, the whole prophet of doom thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so glad I found that song.
0: Well, I'm afraid of America I'm afraid of the world I'm afraid I can't help it well, I'm afraid I can't Well, I'm afraid of America well, I'm afraid of...
2: feels so so pertinent. I wonder where where David was coming from when he wrote that, you know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean he wrote it twice really. You know, it was originally in this movie called Showgirls, which Uh, I've never seen, but you know, it's it's I'm afraid of the animals is the version that's in on the soundtrack oh it's not americans yet it oh, is until he went and made his own recording with his own band that he changed it to yeah i'm afraid of americans yeah which is yeah. a little more sinister sounding than i'm afraid of the animals yeah <laughs> yeah
2: well, he spent a bit of time in america i suppose and in, in well york he lived here in new york, new york for yeah yeah
1: so. um his recording studio was not it was just a walk from here oh yeah yeah very cool it's gone now where did you record this
2: uh i recorded it sort of places in in LA, uh here in new york some in paris Hmm? some in minneapolis um just you know while traveling around yeah
1: okay so mostly then after the pandemic had lifted and you could travel around
2: uh well some of it actually i recorded while 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 touring my first record Oh yeah. So I was while well while well touring tales of America. I was, I was I recorded most of the songs, and then uh, during the pandemic, I was stuck in Minneapolis, so I finished it up there. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: the album's called Spanish Villager Number Three. In your mind, or in the short story, or the graphic novel that you wrote, does the Spanish Villager have an actual name, or is he just Spanish Villager?
2: He's uh, he's just called the Spanish Villager, SV. Um. Uh, I, don't, I haven't given him a, a name yet, you know. Okay. He's just sort of a mysterious character, uh, and may, maybe I will by the ne- by the time I do the next record. So <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, back to the. Uh The travelogue part of the record, the next song you're going to do is A Seminar in Tokyo. That's right. Have you been to Tokyo?
2: I haven't. I'm going uh, this fall for the first time, but I've never been. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All right. So this really is kind of armchair traveling.
2: It is. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Let's, uh, Let's hear this live performance from Ondara, the song called A Seminar in Tokyo.
0: The heart, they a mystery. When I get back, we'll plan a trip downtown. I saw the news the other night. There was a boy running into the light. When I get back, will analyze his sound oh yeah. Saving up for my return it's been a month since I was around and if I wake, I hope to see you on speak and if the bells of Jerusalem call on the saints I won't be one of them I've been a wreck With no one to put me on check Oh, well, I don't wanna go with anybody else I don't wanna go with anybody else I don't wanna go with anybody else To kill downtown downtown to kill down oh yeah, i don't wanna go with anybody else. i don't wanna go with anybody else. i don't
1: A seminar in Tokyo. Live performance in our studio from Ondara, another song from the album Spanish Villager number three. So, uh, growing up in Kenya, which is part of Anglophone East Africa, you would have learned English in school, right? Yeah. What was your first language?
2: Uh, Swahili. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, there's a phrase at the end of a witch and a saint. Sure. That's not in English. Uh, is that in Swahili?
2: It's uh, It's some. It's some kind of African chant. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's not an exact word. It's just an, like, a chant of oh. sort. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 I was wondering, you know, what it's like to write songs in a second language no matter how comfortable you are in it. Yeah.
2: I don't I don't I don't feel very comfortable in it. I think I I just I, I wing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um but it, it's it's an exercise, you know. It's sort of uh, I think uh, it's just like being in school. I every time I'm writing a song in English, it's an exercise in communicating in English, you know.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And of course, you know, as a music fan, you would have learned a lot Maybe a lot more English from from the music you were listening to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah?
2: certainly, yeah, yeah, a, a good amount of uh, of English from records, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, the album Spanish Villager number three concludes with the line, "I'm bringing the Torah," yeah. <laughs> which is an unusual line to conclude a record on. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just. So I was just wondering what what is what's the significance of that?
2: I I, I wish I, I wish I could uh, I could tell you. I need to probe my uh, subconscious. Um.
1: We got to interrogate that Spanish villager guy. I know I know. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think if we if we keep talking, at some point I'll figure it out. But um, it, you're right. It is quite it is quite provocative. Yeah, uh, bringing the Torah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as we mentioned, the, the album has a, a, a much bigger and at times very electric sound, but this this was a conscious decision on your part to make the—you actually called this the rebirth tour, right? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it is a rebirth tour. It's a conscious decision to go back to the start and, you know, sort of recalibrate. I think the, the pandemic sort of broke me a, a little bit, and I'm trying to rebuild myself and uh, going back to the start and— how it all started will reconnect me to my love for 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 the walk and for songs, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
1: And you're specifically looking for smaller places to play for that kind of intimate, yeah, connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't get much more intimate than you and me in the studio and the crew behind yeah. the plexiglass <laughs> there. Um, Andara, congratulations on the new record, and it's great to see you again. Thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely, thanks for having me again. And our crew includes Irene Trudell, our technical director, uh, Matt Mirando engineered today's session, our producer, and video shot by Karen Havlick. Our video editor is Eric Weber. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Just text New Sounds to 70101.
0: Only we- That's when you...